Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we're on with Vice Landry, a great lady doing some great things. And I'm so thankful to have her on this episode of the Success Chronicles. So first, thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Thanks so much, Chip. And thanks for your patience. Uh, you've been coming to me for a while now, and I'm so glad we finally put this together. Worth the wait. So, uh, so, uh, so audience get ready. Okay. Oh, well, well I'm, yeah, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's, uh, if you don't mind, let's dive into it. Talk, tell us about, you know, a little bit about who you are and uh, what it is you do. Absolutely. So as you know, my name is Blythe Landry and I am a therapist and coach and I help people all over the world who deal with trauma, grief, and addictions. And I love it. Um, I love the opportunity to see people who once thought there was no hope, have that breath of hope um, given to them through their own work and their own process of healing. And then I also love just seeing the transformation in people. You know, the other thing that I do is I do corporate coaching. So I do trauma intelligence training for corporations. Mm -hmm. And then I also have a book coming out called Trauma Intelligence, The Art of Helping in a World Filled with Pain. We were talking before this, Chip, about there's not enough positivity, right? Yeah. And we're putting that out into the world. And I'm hoping with this book, we take a sad topic and help people convert their thinking around it into how they can make a difference rather than how they can focus on the hurt part. That's good stuff. Well, you know, just hearing you talk about your story, I was thinking about, you know, you've been blessed and fortunate to achieve some pretty cool things. If you don't mind, uh, talk to us about three things that you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of. Okay. <laughs> I think one of the things that um, I'm most proud of is that I have really made a concerted effort for the last 25 years to work on myself, to work on my own trauma, my own yeah. issues, my own um, substance abuse challenges that I had in the past, and to really, really um, make an effort to become a person who's safe for other people. I'm certainly not perfect, but I make an effort to be consistent, emotionally predictable, and those sorts of things. And that may not sound to some people like a huge success, but if we look around the world and we look around, um, the places that we can go where someone can hold space for our big feelings, both joyous and painful, it's not that easy to find. And so for me, that's a massive success. I want people to know that they can contact me, they can call me, and I can be there to the best of my human ability in an emotionally supportive way. The other things that I've accomplished are that, you know, I've started my own business and been really successful at it. Um, and I, I'm doing something that fuels me. I'm living my life passion. Right. So that's that's a I consider that a gift from up above, you know, um, 
I, I really do feel like I've been gifted something that I can make a difference in the world and that the fact that I found that, I'm super grateful for. And I consider that a success as well. Yeah, that and, lights you on fire when you, when you learn that uh, the things that you've grown through you can use those things to be a blessing to others. Ooh, Absolutely. Man. We can transform our own pain. They talk oh, about, wow. yeah, the wounded healer who can heal themselves so that they can go out and heal other people. It's a good thing. And then the third thing I would say is I'm really proud of myself for finishing and um, doing this book. Um, it takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there and I'm nervous about it. And, but I don't stop. I'm very proud of my ability to make a decision to accomplish something, to follow through with it. And no matter how afraid I am to keep moving forward with it. Um, it's going to be out in the next couple months and it's vulnerable to do, but I'm proud of myself for that. I consider that a huge success. So not just the book part, but the willingness to move beyond my fears and to do things even though I'm scared. A lot of people don't think I get afraid or sad or any of those things. And I absolutely do. I'm just really fortunate enough to push through those things and move forward. That's something I'm proud of as well. I love it. I think, you know, the thing that uh, is amazing is what everybody has to learn. What's up, dog? One second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the cool thing is, um, when we learn that we can move beyond those fears, like you talked about, uh, knowing that on the other side of that uncomfort uh, is greatness, right? Yes. On the other side of that, but, and then reps make us better, speaking in athlete perspective, reps make us better. You know, the more we can get reps, I guess the more better we become. Absolutely, I love yeah. that. That's great. Thank you. I love that. And we were talking before the break, you know, about just where I came, came from, right? I was mm -hmm. born in New Orleans and I was the youngest of four, right? And I yeah. was an unexpected child. So, you know, I was a child that was born by a mom who was 40 in the 1970s. So mm -hmm. I was an oops, but I also consider myself fortunate to have been born. And unlike my family who is very rooted in New Orleans, I've always had that wanderlust, you know? And so I've traveled from New Orleans and then I moved to Chicago and then I moved to Nashville and now I live in New Mexico. And, but what else we were talking about before the break was that I had that history of doing theater and how similar that is to like athleticism, right? Yeah, yeah. Doing musical theater my whole childhood and into my adult life taught me that you have to push through fears, not just for yourself, but for other people as well, right? And so that we have to be able to think as a society, as though we're collective. So even though, you know, you and I may be introverts, as we were discussing as well, how can we reach out in the ways that we know to have these deep conversations that make us feel fueled? How can we think about changing for ourselves, but also for the collective as well? I like that. Yeah, you know, you, you, hit, you hit on the introvert thing too. Um, and I liked how you said it. You know, I'm an introvert, but really, I just like I like having deep conversations with people. And, yeah. and I think that that's what it's all about. It, that gives you substance. That gives you value. Uh, but then I think, again, too, when we understand that it ain't about us, like it ain't about me. Mm -hmm. Right. Like when we get to that, that place in our life, it's a great place because that allows us to surpass all of those insecurities, uh, those fears, those, you know, maybe if I, I may not feel comfortable with doing it to talk to this person to learn this, but I know that if I talk to this person to learn this thing, 
that I want to learn, then now I can share that with others to help them be better. And Absolutely. so when you figure out that, man, it ain't about you. Like when you, when you get to that space, oh man, watch out. That's right. And that's what you're putting out there. Yeah. Your, your series and you're consistent with it too. Thank I think you. that's the other thing to be consistent with whatever your passion is. Yes. Realizing that it's not about you, that you're helping other people. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Well, just hearing you talk about your journey, um, hearing you talk about the things that you're proud of, I will consider that to be hugely successful. So let's hit on success. Like, okay. <laughs> what is your definition of success? You know, I thought about that one because you posed this to me before our talk. I think it's a bunch of things. I think it's being willing to look at yourself and making sure you're doing the best you can not to damage other people. Not perfectly, but, you know, to the best of your ability. I think it's um, being authentic. I think it's whatever you're doing, making sure that it's something where you're finding opportunities to make a difference. You can make a difference anywhere, you know, just by being who you are. Your role or your career is not as relevant as how you act or behave out in the world, right? So I think that's success. I think, as I said earlier, I think success is also measured by being afraid and doing things anyway, you know? Um, most of the things I've done, I've been terrified to do, and then I did them anyway. And I think for any of us to look at someone else who we perceive as successful, even people who have lots of public notoriety, I guarantee you that it isn't true that it just came to them effortlessly. They have conversations in their own heads. Yes. They have insecurities. They have imposter syndrome. They don't feel like they look the right way when they're being filmed, any of those things. Every bit of success is really, I think, measured by how willing we are to be uncomfortable. I love that. That's good yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. Those get, are some of the things I think of when I think of success. You have you know, to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. I don't think, it's, you know, some people think of notoriety or finances. Sure, those are measures of success in some ways. But I know lots of people who have lots of notoriety and finance, financial stability that are very deeply wounded and insecure. Mm. You know, um, none of the external accoutrements, so to speak, fix what isn't fixed inside. I have a, I have one word uh, in response to that. And I think that that word is um, boom. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right? Hey, hey, man, come on. That is good stuff right there. Thanks. That's man. good. Well, before we get off, if you don't mind sharing with the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love and get that book. I would love it. The yeah, pre yeah. are up. You can go to blithelandry.com and do a pre-sale order. You can go, and if you do the pre-sale order, you get like a book with a note from me, um, either to yourself or whoever you want it to go to. And then I have an Instagram, as you know, Blythe Landry Coach. I have a Facebook, which is um, Blythe Landry. There's two of us. I'm the one in Albuquerque. <laughs> there are two Blythe Landrys. And also, if you're looking for corporate training on how your team can be better at responding to colleagues, um, employees with trauma and integrating back after the pandemic. I have that as well. And then I also see people one-on-one -on -one for trauma and grief recovery programs. So, yeah. 
I'd love to connect with anyone. And if anybody has follow-up questions, please don't reach out, you know, hesitate to reach out as well. Awesome. Well, again, I just want to say thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Truly appreciate it. And I wish you continued success. Thank you, Chip. Thanks for being patient again. All right. And thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.